Light that spark fire nation. JLD here and welcome to episode 1486 of EO Fire, where I chat with today's most successful entrepreneurs seven days a week. And I'm dropping value bombs daily on Snapchat, Instagram. It is the only direct mentoring that I do, Fire Nation. So start your day right. Find me at John Lee Dumas and I'll see you there. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Brad DeGraw. Brad, are you prepared to ignite? Hell yes. Yes. Brad is a self-proclaimed Amazon nerd who started with just $100 and a Wi-Fi connection and built a seven-figure Amazon business. Now he teaches others his system to launch brands on Amazon. Brad is most proud of his family and overseas team. Brad, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. So, you know, I came from a farming community in Southwest Missouri. So, Building a business online wasn't even on the radar. You know, we raised beef and turkey. Eventually, you know, I had jobs, but I kept getting fired like other entrepreneurs. <laughs> and um, I read a book that put forth the idea that you could buy clearance merchandise from like retailers and sell it online for like full price, sometimes even higher. So I started with that hundred bucks. And the first year, I made six figures with really no coaching or tools or anything because back then there was nothing available and realized that it could turn into a business. And that's what we have today. Well, that's kind of what I want to talk about because you have now that area of expertise. So give us two value bombs within that area. Like what are two things that we don't know that we should? Absolutely. So the first one on Amazon, and that's really where we focus. Amazon is our focus. The first one is you can spy on your competition. You can see how much traffic they're getting. You can see how many sales they're getting. There's some great software. One of them is called Jungle Scout. And it's amazing. You can see kind of x-ray vision, how your competition's doing before you actually invest in a specific market or products. The second one is you can actually do A-B testing on Amazon. It's not really set up for it, but with another tool called Splitly, you can do A-B testing and test out different price points, different images, titles, bullets, product description. You know, if you're doing weight loss, you can go with the positive, you know, the vision of what they want. You could go with the negative. This is what happens if you don't do it. It's awesome. There's so many tools that are available now that didn't exist years ago. Jungle Scout and Splitly. Yes. Fire Nation. Yes. We'll definitely have both those in the show notes. But yeah, uh, I, I heard of Jungle Scout, but Splitly is definitely new to me. So I uh, love that idea because, you know, that's one thing I'm looking to work on right now is the Freedom Journal is doing really well on Amazon. But, you know, how can I do better? How can I learn more about my competition? How can I learn more about the best price points? All exciting stuff. Now, Brad, you're a self-proclaimed Amazon nerd, and you've also self-proclaimed you have a seven-figure Amazon business. What's a seven-figure mm -hmm. Amazon business? What is the revenue coming from? Where is that? It's from inventory. So, for example, we pick a market. Like I mentioned earlier, it could be weight loss. It could be people with diabetes. It's, it's a specific problem, fantasy, desire. And then we make products that match up to those missed expectations. Give so me one good things. example of what that looks like. Yeah. So for example, um, let's say you have curly hair and you want straight hair. You know, that's a common thing. So we look at what are the products? Well, you have irons, you have shampoos and conditioners and hair treatment. So we look at what are people buying and then on Amazon, we look at the one, two, and three-star reviews. So let's say uh, an iron to flatten the hair. 
So we look and see what are the problems with it. Maybe it heats up too slow. Maybe it's too small. We find the flaws in the existing design, and then we reach out to manufacturers and say, we need a product like this, but can you make the irons larger? Or can you make it smaller so it's travel size? And we get samples. If the samples are right, we go right into production. If the samples are wrong, we have them tweak it again. And once it's right, then we go to market. So what does a seven-figure Amazon business mean? Are those overall gross sales? Like if you sell a, an iron for 40 bucks, does that figure get added in for your seven figures? Or are you talking net profit? Um, I'm talking top-line revenue. Everyone uses top-line to brag, right? But at the end of the day, you can really only spend bottom-line. Okay, so what's the bottom-line for you? Uh, it's about 25%, give or take. Okay, so whatever your top line is, you're keeping pocket in your pocket at the end of the day, 25% of that. Yeah. Okay. So what's something that you changed your mind about, Brad? Like what's something that you used to believe six months ago that you just don't believe anymore for any number of reasons? You know, I used to believe that China was the cheapest place to make things. Uh, the reality is it's not. We started sourcing products in India and we're having fantastic um, relationships with the, um, the folks in India to make the same goods we were making in China. Wow. Now, what do you use to find people in India? Like I know a lot of people like Alibaba or maybe they don't like it, but they use them. Um, what are you using to find great companies in India? This is why your show is awesome. You get to the meat. <laughs> it's it's tradeindia.com and indiamart.com. Tradeindia.com and indiamart.com. Again, Fire Nation, those will be in the show notes. So definitely check those out. If you're struggling with Alibaba or if you just want to try something new, check it out. So Brad, let's talk about the tough times. Let's talk about the toughest time. Let's talk about your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. Take us there and tell us that story. You know, like I said, I came from a farming background. So getting into sales and marketing and mindset and behavioral economics, it was a stretch for me. So one of my first entrepreneurial journeys is um, there was a company that was going out of business and we bought out their lumber to, to build birdhouses, made tons and tons of birdhouses. Keep in mind, I'm like 17. <laughs> And I made, I stayed up for days and nights and weeks and made all these birdhouses, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of birdhouses to sell at the fall festival because I didn't do any research and realize that like birds actually migrate away <laughs> for the winter. Nobody cares about homeless birds because there are no birds. So because I didn't do that research, I lost virtually all my money oh. and all of my sleep and all of everything. But I learned the powerful lesson. You know, you have to turn it into a positive. Is, totally. uh, do the market research, like sell the things that people want to buy first. Look at the buyer before you look at the product. Just because I could buy a lumber company for pennies on the dollar didn't mean it was a good buy. I had to have something that people wanted to buy. So you've already kind of given us that lesson. So I'm going to kind of shift my question to you back to Amazon. because I'm kind of curious about this. What's mm -hmm. a one, two or three star review that you read that you were actually really surprised about? You're like, wow, I never would have thought that this would have been a complaint or a problem or an issue for this particular product, but it is like, what is something that just surprised you when you read it as a consistent review over and over again? Here's an easy one. So airline approved pet carriers. So people with small animals that can take them on the plane, um, the number one complaint, well, there's two complaints, those one, two, and three-star reviews, 
one, I'm buying the wrong size for my animal. It's either too big or too small. And the second one is the zippers don't stay zipped. Mm. Well, geez, that's easy. You know, you put a latch so the, the zippers clash together. And the other one is maybe you put a sizing chart, maybe an actual picture of the dog and the breed and the weight. And you didn't actually have to change anything substantial. You just made the graphics easier and you made a clasp for the the zippers. Simple, simple stuff. I mean, Fire Nation, if you're willing to put in the time, the energy, and the effort to go through these one, two, three-star reviews in Amazon, maybe even just you know narrow it down to areas that you like or, or areas that you're familiar with, if you want to even give yourself a little bit better of a chance to succeed, it just takes the energy. It just takes the bandwidth. It just takes sitting down reading through these things and just waiting for an aha moment. Don't have to search for your aha moment. It'll just ding above your head. Like Brad was like, the zipper doesn't stay out, but it's not that hard of a problem to solve. Ding. And it really can be that easy when you put in the time with an open mind. Now let's talk about an aha moment you've had, Brad. You've had a lot of those dings go off. What's one of your greatest? Tell us that story. You know, like I said, when I got started, it was arbitrage. And I was buying other people's brands of inventory low and selling high. The aha moment came when I realized that this isn't even a business. This is really just a glorified job because I don't have anything that I can scale or sell. So transitioning from you know arbitrage to private label to proprietary products that we actually have something that we could sell, that was the aha moment, knowing that we had something we could retire and you know move to Puerto Rico. <laughs> Because now you own something. So building the asset is just as important as building the cash flow. If you have to boil it down to one sentence. Building the asset is just as important as building the cash flow. Love that. So Brad, right now, today, what has you most fired up? What are you most excited about? I'm really most excited about split testing. This is a big deal. Being able to dial in the images, the price points, everything in virtually real time, every 24 hours, we can run a new uh, variation. This is a big deal going from, let's say, a 10% conversion rate to a 20% conversion rate. That doubles your revenue. That's a big, big deal. And it's just so easy with this software. I'm so excited about split testing. And you're going back to Splitly on that? Is that the major software that you use? Yeah, that's it. We had four people trying to do split test, you know, because you have to document each yeah. change in the time and go back and look at the data. Now with this software, we have these four people who can focus on other things and just let the software do its thing. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Fire Nation, we have amazing content coming up in the lightning round. So don't you go anywhere, but we're going to first thank our sponsors. I'm terrible when it comes to design, which is why it's the first thing I'll delegate to someone else who knows what they're doing. But it's not always easy to find qualified designers. Sound familiar? If so, I have just the place for you, Design Crowd. Design Crowd helps startups and small businesses crowdsource custom graphics, logos, and web designs from designers around the world. All you have to do is start by posting a brief that describes the design you need. Then Design Crowd will invite its 500,000 designers to respond. Within hours, you'll receive your first design, and over the course of several days, a typical project will receive 60 to 100 plus different designs to choose from. All this left to do 
do is pick the best design and approve payment to the designer. Visit designcrowd.com slash fire. That's D-E-S-I-G-N-C-R-O-W-D.com slash fire for a special $100 VIP offer or simply enter the discount code fire when posting your project on Design Crowd. For entrepreneurs, top quality coffee isn't a luxury, it's a necessity. But exceptional coffee requires finding exceptional beans. Thankfully, there's Stay Roasted. With Stay Roasted, you get 100% specialty grade coffee beans, hand selected to your taste and delivered fresh. It's simple. Set some basic preferences and let your roasters handle the rest. Yeah, your roasters. Pick from dozens of America's top craft coffee roasters for your personal roast lineup. Your top roaster will match you with the finest beans and deliver them fresh. When it's refill time, your next roaster is queued and ready to roast. Stay Roasted plans start at only 60 cents per brewed cup and there's no commitments. Try it for yourself. Visit stayroasted.com slash fire to get your first bag of coffee for free. That's stayroasted.com slash fire. Brad, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I am. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? For me, the thing that was holding me back most was having a job. You know, when you have a wife and a kid, you start to make decisions differently. You know, we start to be more and more conservative with our cash and our risks. And for me, having that job, I felt that I I was tied down. That was the best thing I could do for my family. In fact, I was never really building an asset. I was only watching my cash flow. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice is you can always go back. For instance, if I went out and tried to be an entrepreneur and failed, I could always go back and find another job. If you try to go to market with a product and it doesn't work, you can always go back to looking for a new product or a new market. Don't be afraid of the risk that you're taking. You can always go back to whatever you were doing before. What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? Compressing time and making things fail-proof. So if you have 10 minutes to do something, but it's a two-minute task, do it in the first two minutes rather than the last two minutes. Knock it out, Fire Nation. Knock it out. Give us an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation. So being able to create a network of students and, and gurus and launching, that's really kind of a a big thing for me. Going into a specific market and focusing on those products and serving those people, that's a big deal. Focus on those things. What's the resource? The resource is the internet. I mean, just go out, use Facebook, use the software. Um, Splitly's amazing. Go use Jungle Scout. And then just go use your resources. This podcast is amazing. You always have great, great actionable tips and very specific actionable places to go. Brad, what's a book that you would recommend for our listeners and why? The One Thing. It's a book that really helps you focus on doing one thing rather than trying to do 20 things. Focus on one thing and knock it out and then you can focus on another thing. Brad, we're going to test your EO fire skills. What does the acronym FOCUS stand for? Oh, man. (laughs) 
follow one course until success. Focus. Brad, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would listen to your podcast, create a network of students and gurus, and launch a line of kitchen products. You can find a kitchen product that you can get off the ground for less than a grand. And then just keep listening to the gurus and keep um, interacting with those peers who are about the same level. Now, why kitchen products? Is it just because it's under $1,000? Can you get it going? It's an easy jumping off point. Got it. You know, there are cheaper markets, but this is one where you can still jump in and make your niche. There's not enough brand loyalty to to really crowd anyone specific cool, out. Cool. So that's definitely something to think about, Fire Nation. Like, look at your market and say, is there super brand loyalty here? If the answer is yes, maybe think twice because if brand loyalty is a factor, it's going to be a big factor. But if it's not, there's an opportunity. So Brad, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. You know, our website's amazonsherpa.com. We've got some cool tools and resources for the Fire Nation there. Just It's slash uh, Fire Nation. And there's all of our training docs, our resources, everything to help get you going in the right direction. And that parting piece of guidance. You know, decide your outcome and make a flexible plan and get started now. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with BD and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Brad in the search bar. His show notes page is gonna pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. These are the best show notes in the biz. We got timestamps, we got links galore. And I just want to say, if you're not heading over to amazonsherpa.com slash fire nation, and you have any inclination or curiosity about Amazon, you're making a big mistake, fire nation. So amazonsherpa.com slash fire nation. Brad, thank you for sharing your journey with us today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. You rock. Thanks. Hey, Fire Nation, I hope you enjoyed our chats with Brad today. And if you want to knock over that domino and start your chain reaction of awesome, uh, thefreedomjournal.com will do it for you. So I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side.